You are now listening to the Griot's Black Podcast Network, Black Culture Amplified. Hey, I just want to let you know that I'm with you. I know there are a lot of people out there who are struggling right now, who have sunk all of their investments into something that has crashed. Um, You know, I know that this cryptocurrency thing has put a lot of people under a lot of pressure, um, especially since it's fallen. And I want you to know that it'll be okay. And I feel you and, you know, everybody goes through something. Oh, no, no, I'm not. I'm not talking about um, Bitcoin. No, no, I'm not even talking about that. What Ethereum. No, I'm talking about the other cryptocurrency. That's why I want to welcome you to the Griot Daily, the only podcast that will explain why whiteness is a cryptocurrency. A lot of people think that this is a crazy idea, right? But, you know, at my heart, like I use these kinds of analogies because I used to teach and I studied macroeconomics. And so this is a kind of a good way to understand whiteness using the framework of cryptocurrency. And if you don't know what cryptocurrency is, who does really? Um, like it's from something called a blockchain and it is um, like, look, we don't even need to go into the, all that. Here is what cryptocurrency is. It is not real. It is something that you can mine And then people try to exchange this thing that they mined and made up for real things of value. And like for a long time, everyone thought that it was this thing that people had made up, had some kind of value, that it would grow in value, that one day everybody would have this thing and it would be valuable. Everybody who had this cryptocurrency we call whiteness would be able to live on it forever if you invested in it. If you invested in whiteness, you probably thought, hey, man, I got it made because you thought it would grow in value. And like that's part of the reason why like we're having so much pushback over wokeness. Woke infects something. It spreads its tentacles. We are seeing a woke ideology spread like a disease. The wokeness is very potent. This woke mindset virus. The wokeness. This is all we should be talking about. What they mean when they say wokeness is stuff black people like, right? What they mean when they say wokeness is uh, stuff that disagrees with the current conservative, uh, anti-black political ideology. What they mean when they say wokeness is the devaluation of whiteness as a currency. What they mean when they say wokeness is we want you to stay asleep. And that's why you have to understand that Whiteness doesn't mean anything. Like, it is something that people made up. And we've gone through this on this podcast before, but people always say, well, racism existed in every society. Well, yeah, because, see, so when you think about the etymology of the word race, it, it was used way back, like, even in Shakespeare's time, right, as a kind of thing, right? So Shakespeare writes about a race of wine, right, a kind of wine. Like, you got races of wine, white wine. Red wine, 
Um, I don't know a lot about wine. Merlot, um, Mad Dog is is my favorite race of wine. Um, I used to drink Red Dagger, but nah, they don't even sell it anymore. But um, I don't know. You probably drink Bottles and James, but race was always a kind of thing. And then there were groups of people um, who considered their nationality as a race. So uh, the Greeks would fight the Romans because the Roman race was superior. The the Chinese fought the Japanese because the Japanese race was superior. That's like part of the lead up to World War II was like the Japanese race and their superiority. And so race was a kind of thing, and then it evolved into a kind of people. And then when the world, Europe, discovered that they could enslave black people and carry them across the world to another continent and get them to work for free, those lazy people had an idea. What would differentiate all of those different tribes, all of those different kingdoms, all of those different nationalities in Africa from the different tribes and nationalities and ethnicities in Europe. Well, somebody had an idea. There was no longer Greeks and Romans and French and English people. They put them under one category, white. This like an arbitrary designation. Because, you know, like there were some people who were like the Irish initially weren't white. And to become white, you had to kind of get exchanged for the value of whiteness. You had to adopt white values. You had to assimilate. You had to go to a currency exchange and exchange your ethnic identity, your cultural identity, and adopt whiteness. Because whiteness was a cryptocurrency. They had mined it out of nothing. And then as time progressed, that cryptocurrency that they called whiteness started to mean things. And more people started to exchange their identity for this cryptocurrency. The Italians, when they came to America, they weren't considered white. And then they went to that that money exchange and got them some cryptocurrency too. They invested in the cryptocurrency of whiteness. Same thing with the Jewish people, right? In America, Jewish people are still, uh, you know, ostracized. They're still oppressed. But they were able to get some of that cryptocurrency, right? And everybody got that cryptocurrency and invested in it. And it started to grow. Like Even after slavery, right? They managed to buy some Jim Crow with some of that white Bitcoin, and then they got some uh, some more whiteness cryptocurrency, and they used it for redlining. And they they because you know you can invest in cryptocurrency in real estate, and then they bought some 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 unequal schools with that cryptocurrency. So now it was in the tax system, right? And they expanded that tax system into the political system. So they used that white cryptocurrency to buy votes, right? Like like you could buy your way into democracy 
with whiteness as your cryptocurrency. You could vote. You could go to school. You could run for political office. As long as you had this cryptocurrency, man, I mean, it was more valuable than the dollar and it was growing, right? And then in 1929, the entire actual system of money crashed in America, but they still had that cryptocurrency. And so President Franklin Delano Roosevelt said, well, I mean, if we ain't got no money, we still got whiteness. And he created a program called the New Deal. And he built suburbs and he used it to give people mortgages and loans. He gave it to farmers, but you could only exchange that social currency that the government was offering for whiteness because black people were left out of the New Deal. I mean, black people weren't included in those suburbs. Black people were redlined. Black people weren't allowed in the Workers' Project, right? You had to have that cryptocurrency to buy in and be part of the New Deal because whiteness is a cryptocurrency. They mined it out of nothing. And even after the New Deal, right, like whiteness was still valuable. It was so valuable that you could steal black people's money, right? Like that's what segregation was, right? Because black people were paying taxes and their children couldn't go to the schools that they paid for because they didn't have that cryptocurrency. And then, and then even the bravest, strongest black people in the world that would fight for this country and come back but because they didn't have that whiteness cryptocurrency, they couldn't get the GI Bill. They couldn't attend college. They were paying for it. They had fought for this country. They had been brave, but they didn't have that cryptocurrency. And that's why whiteness is something not just that people made up, but it has value. And that's why we've seen all this pushback today because the cryptocurrency of whiteness is declining in value. And that's why we got to let it crash. That's why we got to subscribe to this podcast. That's why you got to tell a friend about it. And that's why you got to download that Grio app. And it's also why we always leave you with a black saying. And today's black saying comes from one of the greatest cryptocurrency advisors of all time. He's really a financial advisor. And it says, money is the root of all evil, unless you're white. And then, dollar dollar bill, y'all. We'll see you next time on The Brio Daily. If you like what you heard, Please give us a five-star review, download the Grio app, subscribe to the show, and share it with everyone you know. Please email all questions, suggestions, and compliments to podcast at thegrio.com. I'm political scientist, author, and professor, Dr. Christina Greer, and I'm host of The Blackest Questions on the Griot's Black Podcast Network. This person invented ranch dressing around 1950. Who are they? 
I have no idea. This all began as an exclusive Black History trivia party at my home in Harlem with family and friends. And they got so popular, it seemed only right to share the fun with our Griot listeners. Each week, we invite a familiar face on the podcast to play. What was the name of the person who was an enslaved chief cook for George Washington and later ran away to freedom? In 1868, this university was the first in the country to open a medical school that welcomed medical students of all races, genders, and social classes. What university was it? No, th this is why I like doing stuff with you because I leave educated. I was not taught this in Alabama public schools. Question yeah. number three, you ready? Yes, let me okay. try to redeem myself. How did we go from Kwanzaa to like, these obscure... We got a sport, darling. We this got a sport. is like the New York Times crossword from a Monday to a Saturday right or wrong, because all we care about is the journey and having some fun while we do it. I'm excited and also a little nervous. Oh, listen, no need to be nervous. And as I tell all of my guests, this is an opportunity for us to educate ourselves because Black history that. is American history. So we're just gonna have some fun. Listen, some people get zero out of five, some people get five out of five. It doesn't matter. We're just gonna be on a little intellectual journey together. Latoya Cantrell? That's right, Mayor okay. Latoya Cantrell. Hercules Posey. Mm. Born in 1754, and he was a member of the Mount Vernon slave community widely admired for his culinary skills. I'm going to guess Afropunk. Close. It's okay. Afro-Nation. So last heard year, according to my research, it's Samuel Wilson, a.k.a. Falcon. Wrong. <laughs> Wrong. I, I, am, I am disputing this. I'm very, 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 very 99.9999 sure that it is Representative John Lewis, who is also from the state of Alabama. That lets you know, Christina, we got some goodness come out of Alabama. There is something in the water in Alabama, and you are absolutely correct. The harder they come. Close. Oh, wait, uh, the harder they fall? That's right. I'm one of those people that, that just changes one word. I mean, I know the you too well. I just don't know nothing today. It's I'm going to pour myself a little water while you tell me the answer. The answer is Seneca Village, which began in 1825 with the purchase of land by a trustee of the AME Zion Church. You know why games like this make me nervous? I don't know if I know enough black. Do I know enough? How black am I? Oh, my Lord. They, they gonna, we going to find out in public. So give us a follow, subscribe, and join us on The Blackest Questions.